Diesel puts one up. Seville go header. Go! I mean, he takes it on one foot and he slaps it home on the other one. He goes! Go! Sergio Santos! That is absolutely brilliant. Shot go! Montero looking, he's going to take it south. What a goal! Seville go! Unbelievable! He'll see me on ship. What a goal! That is as pretty as Duke as you're going to see in any old looking back. The shot! Go! Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge, uh, your, as I like to call it, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union, brought to you by Roughneck Scarves, check those guys out, roughneckscarves.com, the beautiful game network podcast at bgn.fm, and our dear friend uh, Robbie over at Icarus FC. Um, if you don't know, you should look them up, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff, Icarus FC is the handle. Um, speaking of that, by the way, Paul, those jerseys went out, right? Yes, they did. I finally shipped them all out after a error on my part (laughs) with my choice of envelope, but they're out. I I will say that the USPS should really look into putting something online where it's like, what are you shipping? And then you can just find out what you need from there. Paul historically does not have the greatest luck when it comes to mailing things. I think, mm, how many yeah, times did you I, have to mail my order patch? brides. Oh. Uh, thrice. That would be thrice. Mm. Um, Very good. And it just keeps getting rerouted back to me. It's like, there's a higher power that wants me to have this patch, and just, I'm gonna give you the money back for it, because it is not worth mm. the stress of mm. mailing this out. Hey, That's uh, it. That's it. The jerseys are out. I hope you get them soon. Take pictures with them. Uh, yeah. go on a date with them. Do go to your closest bridge. Yeah. Yes. Go, go to your closest bridge, or or go to the go to the one that you're supposed to go to. That would be the Commodore Barry Bridge at Talent Energy yeah. Stadium, where the Philadelphia Union play and make off-season moves. But before we get there, I need to introduce everybody. Uh, the two people that you heard uh, in in order of when they <laughs> talked, Paul Catrino Jr. is here. Hello. Hi, Paul. Um, Chuck Booth is here. Ha, he had more of a pause than me. <laughs> but only because you said ha, like it wasn't just into words, it was just ha, but I, I will allow is it. Ha I think word. you set a record. Is ha uh, acceptable it, in Scrabble? I, yes. No, I don't it think so. It is. I'm on it. I'm looking yes. it up. Okay, great. Stone Cold's here. Uh, no, and, and the other person that said uh, no is Justin Ashcraft. He's also here. Hello, hello, hello. The, the, the Scrabble Master himself, Justin Ashcraft? No, I'm not Scrabble Master. Okay. Uh, and I'm your most of the time host, Evan Valala. I'm also here. Hiya. Um, yeah, like Paul said, the Union made some off-season moves. I hope uh, we... Well, we were kind of expecting a slow off-season up to this point, but... Uh, nope. No, we things, will not. Things change. Um, I guess first things first, we survived the expansion draft. We did. We did do that. I'm not terribly surprised. I know some people, um, I saw a couple of, of, I don't know, uh, mock drafts. I know uh, Justin, um, Mark put one out. Or he he made like a best 11 of of players and and Michi was on Mm -hmm. that list. And 
a mm. couple people said, you know, Mbizo maybe or, or Galena, you know, because they're low risk, decently high reward other than the international spot. But the Union come out unscathed um, in that regard. And then the roster news hit, and we found out that not only will Marco Fabian not be returning, like we expected, Paris Medunianen is also now gone. Um, either to play somewhere else in MLS, hopefully not, or uh, or to go back abroad. Well, or maybe home to him, I don't know. Um, yeah, anybody with thoughts on either of those first three things? And then we can get into kind of the bigger ones. I'm well, sad. I would like to start with, um, yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Um, also, ha is a legal word mm. in Scrabble. Mm. Told Thank you so. You. Thank you. All right. Now that this is derailed, now that this has been derailed, I really, it it was interesting to see that they moved on from Marco so quickly. It didn't even seem like there was going to be an offer to start with, you know. I don't know. I mean, I I guess it just really, at the surface level and at a deep level, didn't work out Mm. between the two sides, Um, which I don't blame them for moving on because it's certainly a huge chunk of salary that you can now yes. go forward with and run to go out and sign some pretty decent talent or keep Jamiro around. You know, this is this is a offered, very big thing. Like, do you think that you offered Martin? You're like, hey, man, you're not worth a million dollars, but... No, no they didn't this? offer him a thing. No, they did, that's exactly it. Like, we would have... It probably would have heard an offer is made from someone. I don't know. I, I like... I, I think they were like, hey, you're worth half of that, if that. And they were just so far <laughs> apart that it wasn't even worth talking about. All, thing, yeah. all things considered, considering Marco was worth one role in Albert, um, <laughs> even yeah. though he won the Union a playoff game, I don't think it was yeah. worth making him any sort of offer because even mm. if you do offer half of a Marco Fabian, you can get a better player. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least you have a kid that showed he can survive. Maybe not well, as the t- well, uh, maybe not as the ten the whole year, but you know. Some- he also won a. I mean, he also won a playoff game off of a deflected goal. It was not like that he put that ball straight in the back of the net yeah. either. Yeah, um, Mark won it. Marco Fabian is yeah, not whatever. adding that to his highlight reel. Don't anyone pretend that he's going to. Like throw that in. Oh, I won an MLS playoff game. Oh, with that goal? Cool, bro. Cool, bro. He doesn't bro. have a whole lot of highlight reel material. What are you talking about? Not, have you have seen you his belters? His reel? <sighs> no, I meant, sorry, I meant <laughs> okay. the union, in, like, not in general. He's got plenty of material in general, but, like, this last year I don't think is going to have a ton of no. I mean, you're no. not going to have much when you have seven goals and um, most of them are penalties or just things that you shouldn't have scored i mean he had one absolute can one or two yeah. he had no earthly business scoring that goal it was amazing but yeah, yeah. That's overall yeah right. that's it uh, uh evan evan yeah. i noticed in your list of players that you uh mentioned are not returning you missed uh one rj allen you know i'm really sad about a guy i know i know i'm gutted for that for... well and and the actual fullback that i missed that i should have been now, well, we can talk about that. Yeah, I That's thought we. I just thought we were gonna wait for him because, like, we're all actually gonna cry when we talk about him. Yeah, I mean, you know, rip the bandaid. 
we all it we all saw it coming. But but, but that doesn't make it any better. Like yeah. we get it, we get it. Fabinho was gonna retire at some point. Um, but we get that he dude, stopped playing essentially three years ago. But like, well, it's also just like due to his like coming up to um both myself and my friend Liam during an open cup game he will like forever be one of my favorite oh, no, union he... players and like there was a point in which Fabinho was a top 5 left back in a very shallow pool of left backs in MLS <laughs> so it's like realistically like seeing him go sucks and like you would like to hope that he moves into a coaching role with Bethlehem yeah, something or along those lines seems yeah, yeah. seems Somebody. like the best option going forward. I think he's too ingrained in this club's culture that he wouldn't just no, kind of... I, I bet he goes to Brazil for a few months and then like comes back and is just, all right, I, let's, let's actually do stuff now. I would honestly love to see him become a liaison or something between the front office and the fans or uh, like give him a, like something because... The, Chuck, you have, a, I think everyone has, like, a Fabinho story. Where it's like, he, you know, you yelled at him and he came over and said hi or whatever. You know, got a high five. Like, we talk about how good Seba is as a as an ambassador for the club. Or, like, how good, uh, you know, Jesus. Um, say say words. <laughs> Um, has been a pretty good ambassador for the club, and you know, a, a, a couple of guys that have come through. I mean, Sabe is obviously the the one that comes to mind, but like Fabinho has definitely been an, on the same, if not on a higher, just due to yeah. not playing as much level of just like someone that's synonymous with the fans as a player that really cares about the club. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that that ends up happening. Um. Yeah, also in there we lost maybe the best maybe the best passer in Philadelphia Union history in Harris Medinian. Oh. Oh. Right? Uh. So Chuck Chaco. does not agree. I I know, and, and that's you could say Chaco. And I'll I'll agree with you too. You but should I, you ar- should say Chaco. Arguably the best. Arguably. No, I, there is a case for two or three people. You you lost the smoothest Union player in Union history, both on and off the field. Mm, very good. That's true. That's true. I think. I mean, I think that there. It's. I mean, it's always hard to see a player like that go, and obviously, he provided a lot <laughs> this season in having what the most passes completed and uh, just you know, like an absolute metronome. Yeah. It. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I think. That there is an element of, you know, we I need think, somebody who can cover defensively. I think is what it came right, to. and I yeah, and I think when you look at the way this league is going, and and, and the guys that are coming through this league now, and mm-hmm. uh, Joseph Martinez and, and people like that, you need somebody who's going to be able to keep up with those guys and be able to play with those right. guys and, and everything else. And and Medunino just wasn't that. I don't know that I. I don't know that if I were in the unit front office, I would have let him go, or you know, unless he's got thinks he can get big money elsewhere. But I don't know that I would have had him start every game next year either, and that's probably right. what he wants. Yeah, that's that's where you kind of hope that Tanner's comments are the truth, because it was essentially that Medunian wants to start. 
um, possibly in this league, but they're basically that's not going to be there for the union because they're not going to play around him for another year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you find someone who can at pass maybe 70% as good as he does if he has defensive effort, and you're going to want that in your midfield above a, simply a Regista who's not has never been able to keep up that well with MLS attackers. He's al- he's always needed the cover of someone else in the midfield, and mm-hmm. it's just not worth devoting Alejandro Bedoya to run around and hope that he doesn't get beaten. It's yeah. nice if you can just find yourself a midfielder that can sit there, that can deliver the ball, and just keep up with players. It's, I mean, I won't say it's not hard to find, but... There guys Does this out open there. up a little bit of room for Fontana or Curval at all, or is this definitely one of those we're gonna buy somebody? I don't more think Fontana than Curval. Yeah, I don't. Oh, uh, for that specific position, yeah, neither. Um, okay, that's I fine. Just, I don't think Curval not as ever, a starter. Curval will ever start at that position, and yeah. I also just don't think that um, Fontana is Fontana. a defensive midfielder. Yeah. It, I mean, I think well, it, I, it is. I, I think it is a position that we're going to go out and buy somebody. I don't. I don't okay. think the, that guy who's going to start there, you know, eighty percent of games next season is on this roster right now or Fair in enough. Bethlehem. Yeah, I yeah. think that it is something we're going to have to go find somebody. But I'm not sure that. I just think if they've got some people in mind, and I think that's where I. I think Chuck. I think that's where I do believe Ernst that he's got guys in mind. Yeah, already yeah. for some of these positions that they're going to be looking for. So we'll talk about who's uh, who's coming back or who's already here, I suppose. Uh, the club picked up options on Joe Bendick, Corey Burke, Oren Craval, Anthony Fontana, Olivier Mbizo, Mark McKenzie, Michi Galina, Matt Riel. Wow, they picked up an option on Mark McKenzie. I can't understand why they would pick up that option. That's that's incredible to me. I don't see how there's enough room for him to play on this. Get roster. on it, Union Media. Yes, I do. <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll wait on that conversation. I'll get back to that. Uh, the rest of the contracts that were already guaranteed for 2020. Uh, well, yeah. Before you move on, there. Sure, I mean, sure. I think I think there are some interesting things in there. I think Joe Bendick is an interesting one that. You know, I think that gives us a solid keeper behind. I like him you know, as a two. Yeah, I, I mean, even you know. well, preseason we'll see what happens. I know, I know, I said it. I said it. I don't, I don't think this is a goalkeeper battle. If this is a goalkeeper Sell battle, him. I'm, I'm, uh, uh no. no. Burke's so a weird Bendik one. is a more than adequate number one in MLS. And I think no. your defense is good enough that you don't necessarily need to have a guy that can steal you 20 points a game. But Andre Blake also can't do that anymore. But, well, again, I'll just... There's probably a whole pod coming about keepers, so uh, we'll we'll wait for it in the new year. Uh, <laughs> Corey Burke, re-signed. Um, to move? I guess, right? I mean, I you know. gotta have them if you want to move them. So. All right. I don't think so. I think you have to act. You have to be in possession of a player to be able to move. So, who player. thinks that Corey Burke plays for this team next year? Me. I don't. I I think he. 
I yeah, I think he's around for preseason. Mm. Oh, pick a side. Pick a side, uh, God damn like, it. All right, wow. he's around for preseason. I know it, like it's weird because it doesn't depend on the team; it depends on the government. So, but but I think. It's, no, I don't think he plays. I, I think it, depending on what if it's what we think happened, it depends on him being clean. But um, well, there's that. Yeah. Hmm. What did he not do laundry? No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was. He just, didn't he, do his personal laundry. Yep. Oh, okay. We all remain pure on this subject. Grow up. I was just laughing anyway. at your beating around the bush, actually. I, you know, I'm just trying to hash it out. Uh, Warren Craval is coming back. Beautiful. As I said previous. Anthony That's Fontana also coming yep. back. Previous mention. Uh, Olivier Mbizo also kind of mentioned. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I'm if also... there's ever a preseason to break out, it's now. Yeah. So, to... I'm wondering about Fontana. Um, I think, like, I, I do think it's good that they signed him. I think he's a young player with talent. I wonder if one uh, Jambo Chambers leaving Bethlehem maybe gets him some more minutes down there. Mm, true. There's a spot that's open. Uh, anchor, anchor of that team. That's not where we want him getting minutes. I know that's not where I want him getting minutes, <laughs> but if he's going to not... Play for if the union, if which you seems apparently to be the as trend. an MLS team cannot loan any of your homegrowns out, because like no one's been able to do that without <laughs> just selling them, then I, I guess. I mean, it's better than nothing for him playing, but like, right? Fontana at what cost? Fontana either needs to break in and be on the left hand side of the diamond, or mm. Mm. just I guess be a bench piece forever. I really like him as a sub. I really like the way he runs at opponents as a sub yeah. in the midfield. Like I genuinely do. I think I think he can pass cleanly. I think he's you know when when he has that extra step in those late game situations, his decisions are a lot cleaner because he has the speed to make those one two passes and, and runs. And his touch isn't that bad. He's scored goals before. Like he's strong too. He's not big. But he's, but he's strong. Mm-hmm. He's always been strong, which is weird. But Chuck's I right, think I mean, when I you run in the forest lasso and break your your oh no, different one. Sorry, that was Aronson. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think you have to. I mean, I think he does have to like break into the roster somehow. Whether it's as yeah. a consistent piece in the eighteen, and right. he is actually the first one off the bench or the second one off the bench. But it can't be a thing where he's like, oh, here's five minutes at the end of this game. Right, right. Here's five minutes here's at the end of this game. Here's an open cup start. And then he plays for Steel for three, doesn't yeah. play anything yeah. for four, yeah, it's gets into it two games at Union. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the yo-yo effect is not great for, no, for not the all. young kid. Um, Mark McKenzie, do we want to talk about it now or do we want to wait? Um, I think we have a – is that it or – this, well, no. There's this a. We need to get. We need then, to get through everything before we get to that. All right. Uh, Galena and Real are the other two. If anyone wants to talk about either of those. Two. Um, Galena means nothing, realistically. We there's still too many forwards on this team. So yeah. until there are fewer forwards well, on this team, I don't have much to say about Galena. Um, Isn't there technically two less forwards on this team, or do you still think there's too many without El Senior technically and without? El Senior is not a forward. Yeah, he's not a forward. 
Fair. All right. And there was an offer. I didn't made know to if Pico, you were so. throwing like the. I I always. I always uh, assume people. Fafa counts. Okay, but he's but he's still, still technically. Okay. I mean, to Fafa is technically to me, there's this team's one. Player. There's one forward. What? What? Isn't Chibilka? Isn't Chibilka your only forward right What's now? What's Sergio you got Santos? Santos, Vuden, Fafa. Santos, that's right. And Wooten's around. Well, okay. Hey, Chuck, speaking right of Sergio Santos, not only did was his contract guaranteed for, for this incoming season, that was, you're welcome, uh, Brendan Aronson, Eli Bedoya, Andre Blake, Jack DeVries, Jack Elliott, Matt Fries, those are, ooh, man, space those out next time, whoever put this press release, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they Ray Gaddis, Casper Spilko, Sergio Santos, Paul Turner, Kai Wagner, Andrew. Uh, hey, DeVries scored a goal. He did. Yeah. And he he's, he's going to have a role to play in this team next year. The assist was much filthier, but yeah. man, was it was fine. nice to see him. Yeah. Um, but Kai Wagner is uh, fully guaranteed and hopefully not getting sold somewhere. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's tough. Dep- it depends on how good he plays. I don't think he, gets, don't think he like, gets sold this offseason. Well, I mean, you think, think about Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll <sighs> agree with that. I don't think he does either. You hope, or, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> or if he does, I think it's a club record out. Also, yeah, because I, I was referencing like Yedlin leaving for England. But he got loaned back. You know, like back. full. Yeah, but who cares? Oh, sell, true. Just he sell also him got and, loaned back. Okay, so loan him back. Sell I, him, th- sell him this when, season, loan him back to us, and then you get him in September or November because we'll be on an MLS playoff run. I think if he's sold, he goes, period. Um, but the thing is, is also he is why Real's contract option was picked up for the most part, which also means I guess Tanner has some faith in Real because we were kind of wondering about that. Certainly didn't have much to go on with it. I mean, not yeah. a whole big sample size to go off of. You didn't like center back? Center back in Bethlehem. Okay. <laughs> well, and I think, I think, but he's a left back. <laughs> I think. I think you have an embarrassment of riches at the youth national team level too. Yeah. And I think you're kind of also seeing how those guys advance through the system there, and seeing what sure. that does. Sure. And sometimes you just fly too close to because the sun. Because a lot of teams and... don't have the opportunity to have four or five of their kids go out for the U19 or the U20 or whatever and get minutes, and then come back and train, and then you get to look at them from a different perspective, where they're with, you know, hypothetically, the the other best 23 kids at the youth level that are probably sure. from MLS club. Sure. I agree with you. Which is a weird wrinkle, because it's not, like, a thing that we can track easily. Like, those no. games aren't super readily available, and the Federation does a horrific job oh simply terrible job at marketing those which is we were getting lineup news like 15 minutes before games for these youth right oh there was one when it was literally as the game kicked off yeah they didn't tweet anything out until the game it's like oh yeah by the way who's here's who's playing we're biased because we have like 90 kids in the system but i am santos is a is an interesting one i i thought he was all right I don't hate him off the bench. He was better at the I end mean, of the I, year. 
Yeah. I do think it's going to be interesting for both Santos and Wooten to see what their offseason does for them and just who, like, I mean, I think both of them, I think you, I mean, Wooten especially, you put him in midseason, like, who knows, uh, if, it, you know, if that just messed with the psyche. Are you banking on Wooten having a Shabilko-esque running No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not banking on that. I'm okay. just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, given an off season with the team with the coach understanding right. how they want to play all that kind of stuff and even santos was injured for a lot of the season yeah so if you put him in an off season where he's got a full off season to like play with some of these guys and also kind of understand what curtain wants a little bit more from a playing perspective not mm. just sitting on the bench or not just a, not just a locker room or whatever exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah then i think it'll be interesting to see if these guys can actually turn into what we were kind of promised when we got both of them so well and i think it's a clear battle for number two right i mean yeah he has I mean, a season you, like that if casper has a season like that you're clearly the top guy the off season also the casper. i mean it depends how much you play the diamond midfield versus your four yeah. two three one. the union yeah. have never been kind to midseason um additions so or vice versa like wooten having a full off season i'd like to hope that he will be a little better and then you also, you should also give santos that benefit too you know he santos didn't have a full season as well but santos second but, year but on again, his loan? santos was actually good at the end of the year wooten yeah. wasn't yeah so wooten disappeared yeah but you you see that there's both both players have the potential breakout capability given, you know, their skill set. It's just it's been and previous a very, performance. Yeah, I mean, I think I think yeah, both that have it, it could become a, a three-headed dragon you're dealing that with would here. Be nice. Yeah, especially since I think Shabilko's feet might forever be an issue. Yeah, don't you say don't you say that? I mean, that's such a you turn you turn that chair around, boo. Good old visual He's dying effects. Over there anyway. Yeah. Um. And then the other uh, offers that have been extended, which I think one of these was certainly a surprise. Um, a bona fide offer has been extended to Il Cino, and then the union have also submitted offers to Orly and Colin Bafa Pico. So first, can we talk about the wording of the Il Cino offer? Because I love how yeah, it's bona fide. Is there an MLS definition of bona fide? I would like to say that it's you take this or you're gone. Okay. Yeah, probably. An actual he got an actual offer of you here's your contract. He got a or... hard offer. Here's yeah, they, they literally sent him over a contract. Whereas I think for Fafa and Colin and then the third person. Oh, what's uh our favorite Dutch, Jamiro Montero's on the list, guys. Hmm. Is he? Is he, or is he just typed there? Now here, I, now here's something well, you really need to think about with this. I think he's there. First of all, uh, bona fide is not a legal Scrabble word. Uh, just looked it up. Just two words. One, one that, that, you know. that wasn't I, the question. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I got you there. Neither is bona <laughs> or fide. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I think you. I think you protect him because you but, genuinely think you have a chance to offer him a reduced you, hold rate. Of course, you use a synonym for bona fide in saying that. But continue. <laughs> Welcome to Views from the Scrabble Board, a new podcast where we talk about words <laughs> and what they do. 
If you're in a linguistics course in college or just like to talk about words and how we use them, welcome to your new favorite podcast. If you're not, I am so sorry, and I'm saying that as an English major. I, too, oh, wow. am an English major, which we is have, really we great. We have two English majors, and then I, um... Didn't You're major, clinically addicted to writing saying, articles. Didn't major in journalism, but might as well yeah. have majored in journalism. And then Justin's over here suffering. With a beard. With a uh, beard? What? No, no. Uh, what was Justin's major? No, no. Talk? I went... I went into college as an English major. Mm, Get the hell out of here! And then I switched my major. <laughs> And then I switched my major because I realized I have no idea how to read. I mean, throw, I can throw read. Out this. I can uh, actually. Wait, I can actually. No, no. I can actually read. Oh. But then when you Thank start you. talking about symbolism and yeah. Yeah. whatever, I'm like, that was a really that, good story. And you I got really to Animal liked Farm, it. and you're like, this is. Stupid. The funny thing is, going into college, I didn't know how to write. Not like legitimately, <laughs> but like an yeah. actual. Like coherent we could have been the article. Best, we, we could have been. The Chuck was only up student. to the letter R. He could Fuck only get R. He learned the rest in college. About college experiences? No. Okay. <laughs> let's get back on. No, the it's the off season. We get to talk about anything. I don't know how true that is. Very. We have to throw out this entire soccer podcasting. We clearly missed our calling. Yeah. Uh, Jameer Montero at a reduced rate is a fantasy. It's not going to happen. He's not going to what be on Mets Jamiro or the Philadelphia Union. Current rate? Hmm? What about nah. Jamiro at his current rate? No? I don't think you want to hinder... Stop. I think it's possible to get him. I mean, at his current rate, I think we're we can pay him. him. What do you mean? They have the money like, to do so. No, his current rate was for the Union on loan was like a million. What is your point? What is your literal point? Marco Fabian is gone. Harris Madunian is gone. My point is the fact that Montero on a million isn't happening. You can do more, though. You said his current rate. That I, was his rate. Did I say his current rate? Yes. I said at a... You said, yeah, you, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. Okay, no. You gotta pay him a little more. A little more than that. <laughs> what is a little more than a million? Like you're not getting, for, you're not like cheesing him and getting him for like a million five thousand. What? No, one point three five. Such a weird. Okay. So just slightly more than Bedoya. That's what you think he's worth. I think it depends. If he on wants how to stay on this team and you can build a successful and, roster, then yes. But I don't think they should keep him. It's not worth paying him all that money if you can go get the talent that Erst that Tanner is willing to find. I don't think any international player in MLS is strictly a do we have the money to sign them thing. I think a lot of it comes down to the perspective of that player and what playing in MLS means or playing for the club in MLS they play for and and where they see this stop in their career as in their career. If if I mean yeah I mean, Zlatan already conquered MLS. You're right, you're right. Yeah, there's no point. We'll pack it in. He saw and he conquered. Yeah, I don't know why we still even bother doing a podcast. No, MLS I mean, is over. Yeah, we'll just give it up to Zlatan. Zlatan came and saw and no, won exactly I, I, zero related MLS trophies. I don't want to talk about Zlatan. Um, 
No one wants to talk about Zlatan. He forces oh, us to talk so about him. I was him. saying something, and now I have to talk about some guy that played a couple international... games for LA. Stop. Right. Okay, you were so... saying international players. It depends more on if they want to right, play. Right, right. So, so if Jamiro, like liked the team and liked the culture and liked the atmosphere and liked playing in this weird league in America, like, and, and thinks that if he gets another full year, he can really increase his value in Europe or whatever, because I don't think he's going back to the second division. France, maybe, maybe, um, then he might stay. And yeah, you're gonna have to pay more for him. But I think more than anything, like the money's there now. But you have to kind of do a little bit of convincing and a little bit of recruiting and whatever. And Ernst probably isn't just doing that with Jamiro. I think he's got a couple of things lined, um, or wants to have a couple things lined up. And he's just trying to see who's gonna be the best fit to have the most impact right away because. He, he or the front office or whatever kind of whiffed on on Fabian, and they don't want to you know spend that kind of money and not hit big if they don't necessarily have to because the Jamiro move was probably a little bit smarter financially. Jamiro, I look at somebody like I look at Jamiro, and it's like okay, if you can get that guy for one point five million, yeah, next year, sure, take it, but. Also, if you're looking at it and you're like, ooh, we could get two players for $1.8 million, mm. then I think you take the two for $1.8. There we yeah. go. You know. No, exactly. Yeah, it's like looking at the Jamiro situation, again, it was not in the cards for the Union last year. It was just like, oh, we can get this super talented player on a loan? Let's do it. And then mm-hmm. when, it, when you went to all the finances, like, hmm, he's really fucking expensive so i genuinely do believe that tanner can get both a 10 and a jamiro for the price of one jamiro yeah it's doable it's easily doable and you can give two or three year contracts to those guys and not just have them for one year too like you can build a sustained core with that kind of money that it would cost to just keep Jamiro around for what? Another is a, year? Is a another two years? possible in MLS? No, but a man can dream. The teams that are succeeding have a sustained core. And we're building that at the back already, so you might as well start building it in the midfield. I don't I don't think your I don't think your sustained core is eight of your starting 11. I think your sustained core is maybe four of your starting 11, but I think the teams like, or they're replacing those players with equally as good. I would say at some point, I would like to have the same 10 for more than one year. The same 10. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's asking too much. Um, That's too much. I'm kidding. It should absolutely at this point, yes. It it should absolutely be the case, but for other Philadelphia, yeah, they don't seem to have a problem with that. Nope. I wonder why. Because we buy these crazy expensive players who are old. (laughs) That's a good reason. Great. So for about (laughs) for about a million and a half. No, no, no. Sorry, I was looking at contract. For about a million and a half, you can get Paul Ariola, and who was the other one that I was... That would work out. No. Yeah, what... What? I already hate this. 
Ariola and like Kyoto was only on five last year. I say you just use all that money and go get Yago Pikachu and replace Raymond Gaddis. Not sure that that's. We're gonna sign Harry Kane. Tiago Pikachu. What are you talking about? We can sign Harry. Do you not know the legend of Yago Pikachu? Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. I would not be opposed to Harry Shipple on this team. I know. I, mean, I wouldn't either. I'm okay with that. Because so the thing is, at that position, you want Aronson to get more minutes. Mm. You don't talk me into this, please. Thank you. you. Harry on. Ship is a great MLS <laughs> player if played in a mid-ish role. I know these two things do not compute together, but... Like if you were, you said this to me like four years ago, like yeah, do it. He was useful for Seattle. Yeah, and then went to Montreal and disappeared. Then went to Chicago and disappeared even more. And now we're talking about. And it. no, he went back to those Seattle teams and was disappeared. Still I was gonna say everybody but CJ Sapong disappeared in Chicago last yeah. year. Yeah, well, well Chicago overall has disappeared with their new logo. Guys, yeah, they don't have is. a team anymore. That's Who not a real team? soccer team, right? The Cubs now, right? I only know about the oh, Chicago baseball. Fire, the TV show, and their historical event. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocre show. Terrible Josh event. Jamal's going to play the 10 for the Chicago. It's bad, when you're in, it's, it's bad when your NWSL team with way less money can actually make better videos and better logos than you. And really great kits. Mm-hmm. Really great kits. If you're still yeah. doing a Chicago Fire podcast, please hit us up. We'll talk yep. you through it. Hey, it was um, so much fun Colorado... dunking on them using um, the Red Stars today. Beautiful it stuff. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're doing a Colorado Rapids podcast, thanks for taking two fourths of our back line from three years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, da, da, da. The Rapids Austin, are the Union tr- castoffs. Union West Coast, baby. Yeah, Union Union West Coast. Uh, yeah, Austin Trusty to the Colorado Rapids for up to six hundred, up, no. up to seven hundred fifty, up to seven hundred and fifty k, six hundred fifty year, plus thirty percent with a thirty percent sell on bonus, so really, really gross sell on bonus, which will probably prevent Colorado. Ah, uh, that's huge. That is, this is if more... you look at the current market for Austin Trusty right now, you don't get. A much better deal than this. Granted, he would have been worth more in the regular season when he was in his form. Well, he would have been worth more if they locked him up for more than a year. Like, if he had two years left, we'd be looking at a million. From someone in Europe, probably. I mean, with these homegrowns, you're seeing a lot of, um, at least with this current batch of homegrowns, you're seeing a lot of loyalty from the front office to, you know, keeping them around for a decent amount of time. And... You would assume that, given the right number, Austin Trusty would have stuck around. No. no. Uh. Well, I mean, he he got his number. He yeah. Would've stuck around. He would have stuck around. He would have been a cancer in that locker room. When you hear, when you kind of hear about what's what was going on as to why he was healthy scratch most of the end of the season it wouldn't have been logical to keep him around given nope. the fact that you have two young center backs who are meshing well together in McKenzie and Elliott and you want to be paid more than 
both of them? Combined. Almost, yeah, basically combined. That just which, which, doesn't hey, happen. Hey, human being to human being, good on you for getting the most money that you can while you're still able to play in a profession that, you know, tends to have a very uh, varied shelf life for players. Like, I will never fault someone for going out and getting the money that they think they, they deserve or that they know they want or, or whatever. Like, that's cool. It just might not be where you want it from or the way you Colorado's making some strange decisions in my in my opinion though. I don't I don't actually mind that move for them pairing Trusty with Flaws Abubakar. Like that's yeah, actually that's, a solid um MLS center back. If pairing. it works out for you. I mean, Lawless has had what one good season that he got loaned out from a team who finished in last place. No, he got he had two good seasons because he was good the year before for um, Columbus, and he was pretty good when going to Colorado. And Colorado was actually one of the better teams in the I, West for the end of the season. I think Colorado's problems at the beginning of the year were many, and they were not necessarily Lawless Abubakar. Well, he no, wasn't no, I don't there think Lawless. I'm not saying season. that. That's who. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't I don't know that these are like I mean Trusty obviously we know what he is. Abubakar, I've watched him. I think he's a good I think he's a good center back. I don't what I don't know is I don't know that that's a pairing that But I I mean I think the same about Mackenzie and Elliot. They're both young too. So how long can they stay healthy? How long can they stay together? How long can they Imagine know, they imagine if it was the yeah, so, like, imagine if it was the Union making these moves. Like, we didn't have... We, we got Abubakar and a young center back homegrown from another team. Are we swooning about this move? Like, are we looking at this new pairing and going, yeah, I guess we're set now. No, because two years ago we weren't doing that. When we had Jack I mean, when, and Richie when, Marquez starting next to each other. When you're moving off from Tommy Smith, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and... I mean, that's a true statement, yes. And for... For all of the catchment area that the Rapids have, how many, like, young internationals do they have? Jonathan Lewis. End of list. Not literally, that's... <laughs> like, Shinyashiki will probably get there, right? Maybe if he keeps going the way he's going. But, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, promising young talent out in Colorado. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not going to work out for them. I'm just they're banking. They're banking a lot on Trusty and Abubakar turning out to be like bona fide MLS center backs. Yeah, yeah. I no. I I get what you Word mean. It's de- it's definitely. Is... is it bona or fide? Because as I recently learned, it's not. One it is a word. It's just not a Webster's dictionary <laughs> word. Justin, you're right. But EVOO this is, is a lot. in the Webster's Dictionary. This is a lot yeah. to bank on a pairing that is going to be playing for the first time together next season and expected to be something extremely good. Like and then a, hoping a that good, he gets on a with good your, piece of with that Colorado right Rapids team. Because they don't have much else. <laughs> Except for Jonathan Lewis. I, got, I mean, like... He'll he'll gel with Rosenberry pretty quick, I imagine, so that eases the transition. 
I'm, yeah, I mean, they switch him over to uh, now, it, so switches over to right center back. They'll be linking up all game. Yeah. Good for Colorado. It'll be interesting. You know, we'll we'll uh, we'll pay it to. I mean, I'll definitely be paying them. But I mean, we sure. we have to. Yeah. Guys, what else do we got? Um. Did we did we do it? Do we want to? Is there any questions that we can like bang out and they not? super long period of time would have it would have helped if we pulled up the questions um for it i think we did a good job yeah are we cool? <laughs> i think i i i, I feel like we just that's did. our that's our first review I of this like podcast is gonna something. be i think they did a nice job i genuinely feel like we missed something though did we miss something did we miss a piece of union news are we are you kidding me the fire logo changed uh, we talked about, we talked about that. You can't get me to stop talking about that. It is just terrible. I mean, uh, someone find a piece on. of union news that we missed while I just ramble on about six triangles. The team's not moving. For Chicago team. Fire FC. What? It's on. It's Andre Blake's birthday. I mean, that. It's Andre Blake's birthday. Cool. Uh. We I, we, are, go we in literally last half of the season kind of insinuated that Joe Bendix should start over him, so we can't really wish you him. insinuated that. No, Nobody I said, agreed with you. Evan did. Listen, if Andre Blake was a better no, teammate, Evan, he would you just did relinquish his position to Joe Bendix. I, I said your defense is so good that I don't think you need a guy that can steal you twenty points. Honey. And that means. That means I don't think you absolutely need Andre Blake to be a starter. You and don't need do you a game change. How, you don't need a do game you changing a goalkeeper. Will interpret that. I that I think Matt Freeze should start. I don't know. Hmm. There's a good. There's a good idea. Bring up Tomas Romero. Let him play. Sign play CJ play Dos Santos kids. back from Benfica. You'll play your kids. Give me John McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think have we're, we're definitely done here. Great. Brian Sylvester is not doing anything. Because uh, the other stuff for no, good reason. <laughs> Shuttles Shuttlesworth is um free now, or uh, did he retire too? Shuttlesworth. Guys, yeah. Red Bulls just Minnesota. let go of Robles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and BWP. Stop. No, seriously. He's not. A... Yeah, no. BWP and Robles are both done. Welcome to yeah. views from the other bridge that goes into New Jersey where we talk about Red Bulls momentarily. Views uh, from any bridge. Views from any bridge. If your soccer team plays near a bridge, damn it, we got it. Um, <laughs> branching oh. out. Anyway, uh, boys, um, for Paul, for Chuck, for Justin, follow us at VFTB Pod. Still didn't get it wrong. I'm great at this. If you, yes, if you get your jersey, tweet us it. I don't care if you're wearing it. I don't care if your dog's wearing it. I don't care if you're just, you know, you get extra points if your dog's wearing it. Preferably Don't listen to Evan. Snake to be wearing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have a but, pet snake, I, I would love to preface that. Uh, please keep all your images safe for work. Thank you so much. Or just DM them to Evan and myself. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was a hideous laugh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> These are those were both all time great laughs. That's really upsetting. Um, yeah, VFTV Pod. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, those inquiries, are good. 
Good clips for a new intro for next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Off-season intro is just going to be those gross laughs from Chuck Paul. Yeah. It's okay. I could do much worse. I know. Please don't. I might. Uh, well, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week when we move on from, I don't know. Everything. From when we sign Mario Balotelli on Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge, a Philadelphia Union podcast. As always, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are a proud part of the Beautiful Game Network. BGN is a network of soccer podcasts, writing, and other great content. Go check them out at bgn.fm. You can find us on social media at VFTBpod on both Twitter and Facebook. Go check us out there, leave us a note, and ask questions. That is at VFTB Pod on both Twitter and Facebook. Head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to the show and please leave us a review. For the Views from the Bridge podcast, Eva Valella, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft. Later.